fucking there we go. Well, pilgrims, it's been another 168. So sit on down, load up your corn cob pipe, crack a beer. Let's chew on some fucking trail dust together for a couple minutes. How about it? All right. DD214 Gaming Podcast is for mature audiences only. Any videos, music, or entertainment not originating from DD214 Gaming is used and covered under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976, also known as Fair Use. Opinions expressed are our own and do not represent any DOD or U.S. government entities as a whole. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. You are no longer alone now, because we have you. You know, you come back for one episode. You come back for one episode, and you already fuck it up. And? You are true. DD214 gaming fashion? With grace. With fucking grace. You, Chris, tell him. Have a good show, guys. What's going on, Chris? Good morning, my brother. What? Morning, everybody. My, my name is morning, Jason, good... and we're here after 168. Uh, uh, hey, so, hey, real quick, on the quick note, guys, Jay will not be with us right now today. Uh, for if you understand what's going on in his life right now, you understand why he's not here. In today's episode, we love you, Jay. Our thoughts, our thoughts, our prayers, you know, our our energy is all to you, my brother. We love you, man. We're trying to send you a win, man. You need a win. We love you, bro. We love you, man. Good morning, Joe Scolini. Welcome. Welcome, future producer. How you doing today, man? Um, so, yeah, but hey. How you how, how you doing? What's what's uh what's been going on since the last time you've been on the show? Uh, lot man, life. Luckily, I was recently I was, I got fun. Uh, um, fast. So that's exciting. Other than that, man, life life is just it's coming 
Oh no. So you so you broke up a little bit. Oh. I heard I heard I heard life is good. I heard I, I that's pretty much all I heard that life was good, man. My I'm sorry. Oh man. No, it's all right. It's yeah, like I, I don't know what's Yeah, sense. it's it's uh all, all the all the energy is is it's all over the place. I know. Yeah, yeah. So, is this better or worse? That actually sounds better. Okay. Yeah, I turned the mic up on my computers. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds. That actually that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Squilini Joe is back for one episode. We had uh, we had to. Run an emergency. Uh, what what do we call that in the military? Um, a QRF or something like that. Quick frago. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, yeah. We had to do a quick frag real quick and get everything together real quick. But hey, we're gonna start it off real quick. Hey, for the first time in my life, I went to a chiropractor. My back. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm 34 years old. Okay. I got out of the army in 2016, and for the first time in my life, I I went to a chiropractor. <laughs> I the and you know first off this dude he was a real hip dude you know real young guy. He was telling me about like the videos that you see like on Instagram and stuff like that where they wrap the belts around your head and. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, he said that's not. He said don't go to those guys. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he said, don't do it. Don't go to them or whatever. He was just like, you know, we're just going to, you know. <laughs> All right. I'm so just, this was like a really. Shove your foot up your ass. Yeah. Yep. So it was very interesting for me because like the first thing you did, he was like, All right, we're going to put these like things on your back. Right. And I'm just like, okay, cool. No problem. He puts. So he put he put these things on my back and. All of a sudden, it was like getting warm and tingly, and then it felt like there was like a bar, like like uh, someone was rolling pizza on the back of my neck. What the hell? It was going back. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" So then, you know, he comes back. He's just like, "All right, cool. You know, we're gonna do all this." Then, you know, bends me over. It's like Jesus Lord, put my foot back in place. <laughs> body cracking all over the place I, I was and then all of a sudden he starts touching my neck and he's like hey your neck your neck is like upwards to the left and next thing you know he turned me over did like this like it's like what you would do with a toy right you would like angle the head a certain way so you know that it's gonna come out so like he did that and then i was like oh dude you should have gotten like a measurement of your height like before you went there just to see like if it goes like if it went up to an inch yeah oh dude i um i feel i feel so much better i feel so much better i'm going back on friday yeah and uh, hey look i'm chiropractor visits here very shortly yeah hey chris i'm for, like, sorry i'm just yeah, I'm just I'm sorry, you're just having a major connection issue right now. Yeah, hey, it's okay, guys. We're gonna get it fixed. I don't know what it is, but just um just keep on talking. We're gonna keep Yeah. 
It's not even allowing you to talk. I was going to say, dude, I've never had any issues like talking. Yeah, I don't know. And he's, co- he's coming in green, too. Hmm. And ladies and gentlemen, we're just we're just we're just hanging out. We're just hanging out like we're within the Discord. I hear the world just ends. The world the world crumbles. The world crumbles. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, let me start off. So what what do I got going on here? All right. So after that, I really much started watching uh, Dahmer. I've actually been watching Dahmer. It's getting more fucked up. It's getting more traumatizing each episode. And it even gets you to a point where, like, the last episode I watched really sucked you in. Um, I'm not going to give this show a rating because I don't want to... It's not, it's not one of those things. It's not one of those things. But I do got to give it to Evan Peters. And someone needs to check on that man because he's really... He is really method acting the shit out of the whole situation. And to be honest with you, it's kind of like, it's a little, it's a little like scary, right? Let's get some music in here while we come back. Yeah, come on in, man. We're about to, Let's do a quick restart on his system so that he can get his mic right. We've been yeah, yeah. Sorry for the inconvenience, guys. You know this is DD two fourteen gaming, and we were the army, so we you know we ain't the air force, y'all. We're the army, right? But either way, t- tell me more about Dahmer, man. Like, what what is it that drew you into it mo- mostly? I, so what drew me into it is just uh, I want to understand the story and of why. And we covered uh, Jade. You know, we were talking about this. Got deep into it. Now that I'm watching more to the episode, and he's back. He's back. Let's see. Can you guys hear me right now? Holy Holy shit. Yes, bro. All right. Hopefully it stays like that. I opened up a different uh, web browser. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So have you started watching Dahmer yet? Yeah. So we actually just finished it last night. Did you really? I just finished episode six. Okay. So just. Dude, that show, it. It's weird, man. So, like, I, I, and I, I mean this in the best way possible. Like, I, I found myself just like, like, rooting for this dude to just make the right decisions. Like, he keeps getting so close to just like doing the like doing the right thing. Yeah, and, and I don't know if that's a dramatization of it or if that's like something that he really imbued. You know? Yeah, dude. He, man. So we, we started watching a bunch of YouTube videos and everything, see, just to see how accurate this show was just praying that it wasn't and unfortunately that show is just like like deathly accurate to what happened i guess yeah like like episode six probably broke my heart the most because you see that he was able to connect with somebody and actually saw someone more than once yes and there were even moments i was just like man like this could be it you know but obviously we all know the source so we know that's not it dude it's, it's it was like watching like a like a train wreck dude like you just fucking it, it, it's like it's like you know that train is going to crash and you just keep praying and clinging to like the life rafters that it doesn't but like you know what happens you yeah, know it you, you want that what if yeah dude you, you want just that what if fucking turn his life around yeah and the one thing that really kills me too is just like you know you really 
want to you well you don't want to feel for Dahmer, but you want to understand the mind but if there's anything that was definitely invoked was the fact that he didn't have a, a healthy parental life and like we said a couple weeks ago and jay said it too it's you know it kind it kind it's rooted it's it gets deeply rooted when you don't have that guidance so yeah I yeah mean, man uh that, that yeah that uh, that that one was that one was hard to watch man like that, that show did a very good job of making you a fly on I'm, the wall not trying to make you i'm him. i'm really starting not to like ryan murphy dude, I, I had no idea how much that dude has written like like oh my god dude like we like i googled um so what blew my mind i couldn't figure out where the neighbor came from you know his neighbor in the tv show yeah i'm like where the hell have i seen her before dude she's from fucking reno 911. no shit. she's the yeah she's like that sheriff with the curly cues on the side of her head mm -hmm. from reno 911. dude everyone's, everyone is free i don't remember her name in reno 911 but every, everyone's freaking out about his portrayal of jeffrey dahmer in this tv show right but her like acting in that show alone is what blew my mind because she was a character from a TV show that I loved like growing up. I loved Reno 911. Loved it. And yeah. The fact that she played that character so well that I didn't even realize it was her. Like when I'm watching that, when I'm watching Dahmer, I still kind of see Evan Peters. And I know that's kind of a hot take, but yeah. Evan Peters could just play anything and I will just see Evan Peters. In. I mean, look at, look at Zac Efron. When yeah, he did, when he did Ted Bundy, it was fantastic. And you know, it's very interesting when you have these interesting actors play these interesting people, and it turns out to be gold. But let, let's yeah. let yeah, let's go next. Um, Joe, you got a review for us for the greatest beer run ever? Yeah, man. So I got to I got to take, get a hot take on this yesterday. Um, it is it is a two hour long film. It is probably one of the greatest takes on Vietnam that I've seen in a minute. It's an absolute dramedy. If you if you get the chance, if you've got Apple TV Plus, I really suggest to take a look at this. I accidentally, in the middle of it, we had to pause it, you know, take a quick break. But uh, I looked some things up because I wanted to see who was playing inside of you know in the movie and the cast yeah, and whatnot. A but uh, quick break. I I had to take I had to pee. Okay, and I didn't want to miss a thing, so I uh, I wound up looking some information up real quick just on the movie to see like how true it was because it does say it's based on a true story so that doesn't mean everything about it is accurate but i wanted to see what would be and uh, i actually stumbled upon if you look at the green bag he's got there with the beer cans this this became zach efron's safety net throughout the movie like his blanket his safety blanket and there's some scenes in there i caught one uh where they talk about him wearing it while it's in a while he's in a rainstorm you know it's not a big spoiler or anything but it was just kind of one of those moments that he felt like so attached just to this bag full of beer. You know, he carried it around with him everywhere. It just became like how, and I looked at it as like, oh, it's kind of like how we are attached to our rifles and basic. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it was one of those things. You know, he felt lost without it. You know, he was scared if he didn't see it or something like that. So, yeah. Um, throughout the rest of it, though, gritty, kind of riveting. Uh, it sets a tone that you weren't expecting when you go into it. I'll tell you that. And uh, I, I, if I had to give it a score, I'd give it easily, easily like a nine out of ten. Okay. I don't know. I don't know exactly what's holding me back 
on it, but there's some there's some moments in it that are gonna make you, yeah, you know, you laugh, you cry, you grip your damn chest because it's like holy shit. But uh, this guy managed to go all the way the hell out to Vietnam with smuggled beer and get some of his friends some brews. Huh. It's awesome. Well, I'm 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 for it, man. I'm for it. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, gonna have to do that of you. Yeah, absolutely. Get a chance to uh, take a take a look at it. It is a long film, but you know, out here in the east, it's it's kind of rainy and, and poopy because of the hurricane. So we had a day to really sit and take in some good stuff like that. I like it, man. I like it. Uh, what do we got next? Uh, ah, so I played. What did I write in the fucking description? Ah! Two games. I got two game reviews for you, man. Two game reviews, all right? Are, are you on PC yet? No. Ah, so I'm over on PC. There's a, there's two games that I'm playing. Two, two, I, listen, I got a little carried away with um, missing uh, Call of Duty for a while because I stopped playing it. So, right. my wife just brought me a butter roll. Look at that. Look at the steam coming out of that. <laughs> um, so World War Three is a game that takes place in World War Three, and it has the same level, kind of the same level system as Call of Duty. Very much. It, it's got Battlefield graphics with Call of Duty gameplay. Okay. You know, very interesting game. It just, I paid 30 bucks for it when it was in beta and now it's fucking free. So I'm a little pissed the fuck off right now about it, okay? Yeah, but that's going to dump the point. Yeah, so, I mean, when you play it on keyboard, you know, there's a lot of controls. You can play it on controller, and you can map out you can map out the game the way you want. Pretty cool, but it it's better to play it on controller because you have more access to the buttons unless you want to si- unless you want to simul, simul play it. You know what I mean? Which, which right. I will actually, if you want me to explain that, I could actually do that when I talk about the next game. Um, World War Three has only very few maps. The gameplay is decent, but the support on it is not that good. There was a four-month silence when they were trying to talk about when the game was going to be out of beta and stuff like that. And, yep, there it is. And the game itself is crisp. It looks so good. It looks so good. Um, are there hackers? I don't know. I could never tell. Um but what I could tell you is that it has environments that would bring you right in and feel familiar and make you feel like you're in a better a better call of duty. Okay. Now is this is this or is this an online multiplayer only or is there a campaign? Is there a story in this? Or? Online multiplayer only. Okay. Online multiplayer. Cool. Great game. Excuse me. Next game is called Ready or Not. Red now ready or oh yeah World War Three gets a solid uh five out of five out of ten. World War Three is a five out of ten. Now ready or not, now we've played games like Payday where you play where you play as the criminal. Yeah. Right. Have you played Payday before? Uh, I played the first one. I think on the three sixty years. Yeah, ago. Yeah. Yeah. So uh it's so this game is so fun, man. Graphics are amazing. The I so. I wouldn't say there's a campaign, but it has a payday style campaign to it where you choose your missions. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, Joe, can you pull up some footage from the game, please, up from YouTube? Uh, you you have different maps. 
so what map you have a nightclub actually i prefer if you could put up the nightclub um the nightclub footage um in the nightclub you go in and you could choose if there's a, a shoot a active shooter uh barricaded hostages a bomb threat there's different scenarios that you can play and you can you go in and you're a swat you're a police officer and you have official police gear and you're going in yep there it is so he's so in this footage right here this is the nightclub footage it's very graphic guys it's very graphic i'm going to tell you that right now um you see the bodies everywhere i believe this might be an active shooter mission as as that's where the bodies are and you're going in and you can actually kind of just like you look around you have a squad and you could tell your squad to look at the door you could tell them to push the door open kick the door open or just slowly go in and stack and clear the room morning dylan good morning this, this gives me big uh this looks like an updated version of like rainbow six vegas it has rainbow six vibes to it yeah I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you about that it definitely got the vibe and oh man damn this butter roll is so good so good i'm so sorry that is so rude of me <laughs> and you know I, look i mean just look at it. it's very graphic you can find evidence around the rooms you could if there's some civilians who are still alive and you could report them alive and they'll come and rescue them you could either kill the guy you'll sometimes have orders to keep him alive or, or to kill him or you could just go in there and just swashbuckle the motherfuckers and just beat the shit out of them and end the game just like completely up to you yeah yep yeah and as you oh look right here so this looks like it's a suspect um oh shit yeah it looks like he killed someone so this person down right here so he it looks like oh it looks like it just went to another type of footage so when you see somebody you could tell there's the f button press f one of my favorite terms you could tell them to get down on their knees and you could restrain them and then hold them for questioning and stuff which you know you obviously you don't do the questioning but right yeah but this is the game man it is a very fun game you can put it away now joe it is a very very fun game it's called ready or not dylan i dude if you want to get down on this bro please let's play um, i do i wonder if that's available is that only pc only pc yeah i would love for it to come to console the day it comes to console i got no issue with it you know what that's, i mean dude i have dude I know you guys talk about it on the on the podcast pretty often, but like the whole gaming industry recently, like my my PS5 has like it's it's been a dust collector pretty much this whole year. Like I played Elden Ring on it, and then like other than that, I've mostly like I somewhat I'll play like some small little indie games on my Switch. But actually, I'll get into I'll get into a game that I recently played that I think everyone should really give a shot. Cause yeah, because just... actually, because actually, um, it's your review, and then I'm going to talk about GTA RP. Oh sure, uh, yeah. So I'll, your time, man. Talk. I'll start with a uh, a movie review. I'll do a movie. I'll do a movie and I'll do a game. Um, so a movie review. It's the Halloween season. My wife and I decided, hey, let's watch just an old school like classic like horror slasher. But we decided to pick a new one that had just come out. So we watched this movie last night called X. Now X is about a group of young individuals that borrow someone's farm in order to shoot a porno on. Now they start filming and all this crazy, you know, doing the whole porno thing. And, um, you know, <laughs> what stuff ensues. 
Um, no, it's not on Netflix. We rented it on Amazon. Um, but I'm sure there's some pirates somewhere on a bay that have the movie available. Um, so today. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so this is the movie X. Um, casting and the characters did a really good job. It takes place in 1979. And they do a really good job of like just selling that cheesiness of like it being 1979. Colors and cigarettes and... Yep. So one of my favorite things uh, that this movie did, um, it involved the casting. Every single one of these people that are in this movie, you've seen in other things, but they are like just to that point that like you don't, it, it, like you, you see through it. Like we, like we kind of talked about earlier with Evan Peters, like every single one of these characters on the show or on this movie rather, I saw them only for their character, but I've seen them in other things. Fucking Kid Cudi's in the movie, man. You know what I mean? But that's this movie, fucking it, funny, <laughs> dude. This movie, it was, it had us like, had my wife like thoroughly, thoroughly creeped out at moments, like scared, and then it had both of us like in stitches laughing, and not because it's bad, but because it's like, it's a horror movie, but it's also like, somewhat of a dark comedy that is just, it does not. It takes itself seriously enough, but understands exactly what it is. I always said that dark comedies are like probably the more realistic. Yeah, dude, it's it has like, of like it has some of the wildest scenes in a movie that are just like like such horror tropes that are just there on purpose. You know what I mean? And just mm. executed so well because it knows exactly what it is. So I'm gonna give X. Oh, and there's a sequel already coming out. There's already a trailer for it. Um, that's how I discovered this movie. I ran across the trailer for the sequel. I very much recommend watching this movie before seeing the trailer for the sequel. I'm not even going to spit out the name of the sequel on here so you don't even go look. Okay? If, you, if you're that interested, you can go look. But I highly suggest X. It's the perfect like popcorn horror movie to sit there, have a few drinks to watch with your spouse, and just laugh and have a good time. I'm giving X a very solid seven and a half. Like that perfect seven, like not, it's not going to blow your socks off, but you're going to love watching it. It's that perfect movie. That's It's I just enough for a good time. It's literally just enough for a good time. It doesn't overstay. It's welcome. doesn't take itself too seriously. And it's a blast to watch. I like that. Yeah, Are there that, boobs? There's boobies. There is boobies. <laughs> nice. Um, so for my game review, this is a. So good. This is a game review that I want everyone, once this episode is over, to shut off their computer, turn off your phone, open up whatever gaming console you desire, and you download this game and play it. This game is called The Stanley Parable. Now, I don't even want to get too deep into this game. I very highly suggest that if you're going to watch a trailer, find the shortest trailer that you can find and then see if you're interested. This game literally just fucks with your mind on purpose. It plays against every video game trope that we talk about and hate and just laugh about. They literally go full front into it and just make a fool out of you. I have never laughed so hard playing a video game as I played with this one. Some background is the Stanley Parable was a game that came out on PC, I think, in like 2010 or 11 or something like that. And, yep, this is it. And just recently, earlier this year, they came out with the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe, which is essentially just a 
upscaled remaster of the game released on consoles is how it was advertised it is so much more than just a upscaled remaster without going into too much detail to spoil it let's just say that there is added content to this game that was hilarious once i came upon it very very highly suggest playing it like you will laugh harder than i guarantee you've laughed ever playing a video game before because that game knows exactly as a gamer what you're going to do and it makes you feel like a fool for it i'm giving like the, stanley, the stanley parable is a solid nine out of ten okay is that available on vr because i know you're a vr guy too um i actually don't know i haven't looked on vr so i played it for the switch um it was a perfect little like staff duty game you can play it you can play it in an hour you can play it in 20 hours it's really up to you i'll just say this as a non-contextual spoiler the end is never the end and if you okay. decide to the game you'll understand exactly what i'm talking about okay okay i like that so i mean i know we're kind of going off the cuff real quick but you have you played anything good on vr lately i haven't man I, it's been dude it's, it's probably been two or three weeks since i put it on um i, I played so what's cool i played a, a few uh this fishing game recently somewhat like a couple couple weeks ago now i've been hearing about a about a specific fishing game i don't know the name of it but uh tell me about it uh so it was, the one i have i think is just literally called vr fishing Okay. And it's made by a, uh, I think it's made by a Korean company because the first map that you unlock in the game is, is a Korean river that we lived like two miles away from when I was in Camp Humphreys. And they have like the bridge and everything that was actually in Korea right there. So it felt like I was fishing on that lake again, which was cool. Uh, other than that, man, that's really been it. I've been kind of waiting. I'm, I'm going to check out. I'm going to see what this uh, PlayStation 5 VR is about if that's worth kind of the upgrade for the price but yeah the i've been so I, I i haven't touched my i'll touch my too much i probably touched my like two three weeks ago too yeah. um it's a shame that you don't have a pc because there's some really great titles on steam vr yeah and it's like once you get that virtual desktop going it's 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 fantastic man dude the the biggest problem is just like Games have just been, like, not for me recently, man. Like, they just haven't had a lot of good stuff come out. Um, Elden Ring was a huge game. I haven't even finished that, and I played that for, like, 140 hours or something like that. And I love that game. But since then, I haven't played a game. I'm really looking forward to God of War. I'm looking forward to the, the Callisto Protocol. Assassin's uh, Creed? Uh, yeah, the, the new Assassin's Creed. I didn't play I didn't play the new one. Um, if... It, if, if they go back to like the roots like assassin's creed one and two that is like that's what i'm into i just don't i just can't play these damn 150 hour games anymore man the reason i played so much in elden ring was i was on paternity leave so i was just hanging out with the baby playing elden ring hey so I, elden ring was a big game too when it came out a lot of people were on it and it just kind of seems like it kind of just flatlined a little bit yeah man i mean dude that I have never played a bigger video game. I mean, there's whole there's whole areas of that game that I haven't even seen yet, and those areas within themselves are bigger than some games. Jesus Christ. Dude, it's it's nuts. Like Jesus Christ. It's ridiculous how big that game is and how much is in it. I don't See, even and, know how it's possible, really. And that's what makes a good game when there's more possibilities, aren't there? It makes you want to come back because there's going to oh, be yeah. a day, there's going to be a day 
when like there's gonna be a post or something on Instagram, and you're gonna be like, you know what? Maybe I'll fucking play some Elden Ring today, dude. And that dude, Elden Ring was the first game that I played since probably like Final Fantasy VII. That like, like like when I was a kid, I used to go to school. I and, fucking love Final Fantasy VII. I know. So when I was a kid, dude, we used to go all go to school and we did all, all talk about what we found in Final Fantasy VII. We had one buddy who had the book and he'd come in and show us like the strategy guide. We'd all take notes and go home and then try to find whatever we just talked about. You know no I mean? shit. Yeah. Elden Ring makes you do that because the game doesn't have a quest log. There's no way to keep track of anything that you find or anything. So what it became a part of huge like Reddit and Discord community because everyone was getting together talking about like the secrets they found. Yeah. Now, now people might not like that because it's like, oh, you're spoiling the game for yourself. Not for me. For me, it was very much getting into that, you know, getting it back into that childish mindset. Like, hey, guys, let's come together and see what we can find. I like that. And, and, and a lot of team building stuff, too. Good morning, Frenchie. Good morning. You know, so. All right. Uh, what do we got? Oh, so next thing I got on my list, um, we're going to talk about. So uh, myself, Joe. And then maybe I maybe you know you could ask some questions about this too because I'm pretty sure you've seen the YouTube videos, you've seen the stuff about GTA RP. Yeah. Um, so myself, um, producer Joe, we did, uh, and actually one of the guys who are watching, Dylan Mason, and you know there's a couple other guys up, uh, Bear, Ashton, um, Colin, Crispin. Am I forgetting anybody? Gomez. Gomez, um, smoke, smoke. Oh my! Come God. on, man. They're gonna beat my ass. Yeah, they're gonna kick both our asses. Yeah. So you know, we we for the last couple of months since the middle of the summer, we've been working on this city. I've promoted it a couple times, and yesterday was the grand opening. And that's a pic. That's the group photo of the admins minus one. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's minus one. Yeah, because that's not in it. Ashton's not in the photo. Yeah, that's really it. I don't, I don't know where he was that day. But th this was our group photo, our admin photo, on one of the first days when we were testing. And all that testing, all that all that aggravated, the, uh, the small little tidbit arguments we got. Someone got called a dick face at one point. Um, there was a lot of stuff that went down behind the scenes and yesterday we got it done now the day before we opened up we had an incident oh god pull up that footage joe we had an incident where and, and i'm not going to sit here and name names i'm going to take the high road here we had an incident where we had a former admin from a former city that we used to be in yeah yeah, yeah. we had we got into some arguments man some disagreements and is this yeah this is my footage where we had a guy come in, he was a, he was a, you know, he wanted to say, is it? <laughs> oh, you need, yeah, lower that. So we're, this is the footage of him. We're following him around the city. We're watching him. And he's acting like, he's acting like a dick face. Um, you know, if he was in person, he was a dick face. So he came, yeah, so he, he came into our city. Hey, Joe, low, lower it a little more. So he, he kept on acting like a dick face. We tried to get his attention. All he needed to do was open up his mic. And, you know, he came in, started checking out all the areas. And I, I'll tell you right now, there was a lot to be impressed about because there was a lot of hard work that was put into this. So right here. All right, put this part up. Put this part up. 
Where are you guys? So he stabs me. Where are you guys? Using my pop. Fucking stab me. Where are you guys? We're in front of Legion. How'd he get in the city? Get him! Get him! Get him! He's hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's make this a fair one. Boom. I didn't see you. I'm outside. Fucking swing at me again. I'll fucking put it up your fucking so yeah, you know, um, and, and skip, yeah, skip forward over to the to our boy Valheim. So you know, we had to we had to take affirmative action because this is someone that we, you know, if you're not going to use your fucking mic, you're breaking the rules. So you know, as admins as we are, we had to, you know, we had to do something about it. So you can pull it up now. One of the gentlemen, Colin, who is who plays a character named Valheim, came in, and he politely told him, you know, you're breaking the rules. You know, don't say anything. We're going to have to let you go. And we have this moment right here. And I got it on my eyes. Let's do it. Let's go. Okay. Okay. You know, okay. <laughs> are you really going to ban her? I got to see this. Mal doesn't have the, the heart. Line between like, He's thinking oh, about I can't, I can't ban him. Like, no way. I don't have the permission to ban people. No. <laughs> Wait a minute! Wait, 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 Reason. What? No. What the fuck? What the fuck? Duration. We're gonna go permanent. You have it. You get it, dickhead. There he goes. So, Dick Warren or DM. So yeah, we have a guy named Dickhead. His name is Richard Cranium. But yeah, um, while I I just sent Joe a link to to show some really good proper footage that shows some of the action that happened yesterday. Um, the city itself is fantastic. We have drugs. We have like, oh, we have like 15, maybe 16 drugs over that. Um, now this is one of the guys that we play with. Uh, I'm giving a big shout out to Mary Mex, Mary Mex Islas. He, Jesus Islas, he watches the, the show every now and then. This is his footage. I believe that might be the one right there. Yep. So just keep it low. Um, so as you can see, there's a ton of stuff you can do here. He's making tacos. Guys, go check out twitch.tv slash MurrayMex, MurrayMex Islas. So he's making tacos, and you could keep on skipping too because this, you know, it's just showing some stuff. You know, you, you we have a we have a Twitter system, we have a cell phone, we have all this cool stuff. Really, really, really good stuff. Now skip on over to when he becomes a police officer. Uh, yeah, he's riding a bike. Yeah, so this so now he. You have you can have different characters. You could be a cousin. We call them cousins when you have a different character. This is his main character named Sheriff Gomez. This is our clothing system here where you could choose your uniforms, which you don't see in the regular base GTA game. Right. You know, so we we you know we have a we have a guy who was able to do the clothes, fix the clothes up, put them in the system. Um we have a guy that makes custom clothing too, but 5M itself just has a problem. So we have custom vehicles. This is this is the sheriff vehicle. Uh, Joe, what car is that? 
Uh, that's a Hellcat Challenger, as a matter of fact, and it's tuned to keep up with some of the fastest cars we have in the city. Yep, and so, and so talk to us about the cars in case anyone wants to know about them. Yeah, so we've got a lot of custom cars from a lot of different developers who do them all by hand, either whether in Blender or uh, another program that I'm not quite aware of yet. But uh, a lot of really cool stuff, uh, new, old, newer cars, older cars, um, radical looking supercars, Lamborghinis. We've got Ferraris, McLarens, BMWs, Porsches. I have a Hummer. Um, there's a there's the H yeah the old H two style Hummer. Uh, you've got the one that's lifted. Uh, there's one with just oversized tires and a normal size one. Then you've got there's Mustangs, there's Camaros, uh, muscle. Car, we have a muscle car dealership. We have an import car dealership. We have just the basic PDM dealership. If you're just not fancy like that and not a bougie bitch like me, um, we've got we've got high school lore. We've got over twenty jobs. We've got over twenty drugs. We've got oh my god, countless countless things to do around the city just to find you yeah. know explore metal detecting for the love of god that's not something i've seen in any other city yeah so it, it's pretty fun man and and chris i'm telling you, you ever get a pc you gotta come and join us just skip ahead just a little bit um oh uh, that's yeah. actually that's the lambo hard. what was I'm that chris just, like i can't believe like like how, how how is gta 6 even gonna like be a thing you know what i mean like the fact that like people are doing this with gta 5 and like, like, for, like, first of all, like we, you know, you guys say it every week, like on one hand, like, like fuck rockstar for like what they're doing. Like that's, like, that's, that's me back there, by the way, with the dread, with the locks. Oh yeah. But like, like fuck rockstar for like milking this game for like as long as they did. But like, on the other hand, like kudos on them for like understanding that people are still playing this game and letting them like go just buck wild with it and not like actively trying to get these servers shut down. Cause I can yeah, only, and, and they haven't. Yeah. It, they, I, they, they let it run. I can only imagine that like putting like licensed vehicles, licensed products in their game, like does nothing good for them. You know what I mean? Yep. Like I can only imagine that that is nothing but like a corporate like nightmare for them. Yeah. And, and it's so and, like, cool, man. I have never heard of them like actively trying to shut down one of these servers yeah and it's really cool too because you could literally do whatever the hell you want you could be whoever the hell you want you could it's the the possibilities are endless there's a squid game script that you could play squid game in the city you could yeah. i mean there's zombie scripts there's a whole bunch of cool stuff man and you know yesterday on their grand opening um yesterday on our grand opening we had eight from what I saw, 18 people before I left was max. Mm -hmm. And that, for me, that to me, that was an accomplishment. There was even a moment where I was in the vehicle with someone. And I told him, like, yeah, this is our opening day. He was like, are you fucking kidding me? You know? And we just, um, we had a really good fucking time, man. We had a really good time yesterday. It was a major success. I want to thank everyone that took the time to work hard on this. Because we did take a lot of time with this. And you know yesterday was a was a big culmination of that success so shout out to shout out to the homies you know guys join us and down and dirty please guys down and dirty because we are down and dirty you know we haven't ad we have a whole island dedicated just to the admins that's what's up yeah that's you know we have a whole island just for the admin so yeah uh you just went to a concert i did i went to a few dozen of them <laughs> Oh shit! My, my body is still recovering. Uh, so let's start with 
Let, let's uh, let's start with the first day. Okay, too easy. Uh, first and foremost, my, dude, my chain of command, like, kudos to them for being fucking badass. Okay, first off, you're a piece of shit because my second favorite band is on there. Oh, where's that? Don Brocco. They played Thursday. Oh, yeah. Yep. You got to see Don Brocco, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, man. So, dude, my chain of command, like, I, my wife, first and foremost, my wife bought me this ticket to meet up with some old army buddies that nice. we, were, we were friends with years ago. They drove down from Michigan to come down to this. Um, so we were there all four days. We camped out there. Um, my chain of command gave me a four day pass. And then literally was like, Hey man, I know you like, you probably been drinking and partying your ass off all weekend. Just take Monday off too. That way you're not. Coming so like literally they just gave me five days off as like, Hey dude, thank you for the hard work. Go have some fun. Like, Sometimes the army's cool, kids. Like, and that this was definitely fucking one of those times. Are are you familiar? I'm sorry, I'm going back. Are you familiar with Don Bracco? Um, a little bit. I'm not like a, they're, they're like they're not on like my top ten or anything like yeah, that. They're, yeah, they're 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 uh they're a silent comedy, sil silent comedy rock. Okay, they're, yeah. they're pretty they're pretty good. I mean, you also got to see Apocalyptica. Yep. And we're just talking about Thursday. We're just talking about this Thursday, right Thursday, now. Yeah. You got to see Apocalyptica. Uh, Spirit Box, like I said, I'm not crazy about them. I like one song of theirs. Baroness, I've heard a couple of stuff, but nothing more. Yep. Ministry. Highly Suspect, which is a, a, a older, like, I like to consider, like, Highly Suspect to be, like, that band that a lot of people know who they are, but they're kind of, like, still underdogs. Right. Youngblood, nah. Tenacious yeah, D. So, it, uh, I'll, start, I'll start with Thursday, man. I mean, it's... It, it, I could go all day about this fucking weekend. Yeah, we got time. Let's go. Thursday, my, my big fucking band that I wanted to see is Nine Inch Nails. I've been a big Nine Inch Nails fan for a long time. Um, so, like, unfortunately, like, I had to forego seeing a lot of these bands because simply I just wanted to be up front for Nine Inch Nails. Um, there was now my, there was there was six stages at this festival. Six. Yeah. So a lot of these big bands, their time overlapped, unfortunately. So. Like Tenacious D was the last band to play on the farthest stage away from Nine Inch Nails. Oh, so I got shit. to like, I got to see them like a little bit and just kind of laugh like, but mainly my heart was to go up front for Nine Inch Nails, which I got there. Now, the crowd is just your typical fucking Kentucky, like nonsense, crowd surfing, moshing, all that stuff. Shows over there are the best. It's nuts. Yes. Because they do them in giant fields. Like... Yeah, so the first time I went to this festival in 2016, it was in a big field, but they kept having flooding issues, so they actually moved it. It's all it's, it's in a part that's part grass, but mostly gravel now, and it's like three times as big as it used to be. It used to only be two days, but now, um, so I got a front for Nine Inch Nails, had a blast for Nine Inch Nails. They had about three songs left when a crowd surfer kicked me in the back of the head oh, so hard that I almost threw up, and... I went to bed that night like immediately and I thought my weekend was going to be ruined. Luckily, I woke up the next morning feeling great and that was Friday. Nice. Um, uh, did you get to see Bring Me the Horizon too? I did. So while I was watching nine, so it's six stages and it's essentially three groupings of two stages. Yes. Yeah, so the three, okay. So there's Evanescence, Nine Inch Nails and Bring Me the Horizon. Were those three on separate stages, the main headliners? No. So there's two like main, main stages. And then they would like, so while uh, Bring Me the Horizon was playing here on the right, Nine Inch Nails was setting up on the left. 
Cho, baby. Yeah, so I was so I was right up front getting ready for nine inch nails, but also watching. You got a good angle, class. yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. Now, uh, nine inch now Evanescence is a classic band. You know, I I think their first album is still a banger to this day. One of the one of the yeah, she and she sounded great live. That's cool. That's cool. And you know, um, another band that I like that I like to compare them a lot with. Um, um, Actually, I'll keep it up. I'll keep it up. You're good, Joe. Go pee. Uh, you know, so they're and Nine Inch Nails. Evanescence is at that point where they could sell shows on. They have a good stage. Nine Inch Nails probably had a hell of a stage presence. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it, it was some. It was something else. I'll, I'll get into something a little after that. Yeah. Yeah. Nine Inch yeah. Nails live was. It was fucking. It was heavy, man. Yeah, because I, I saw Nine Inch Nails once in Manchester Square Garden a um, long time ago. My God. And, um, you know, and I'm a huge Bring Me the Horizon fan, and I just miss them in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. All right, so now, so now we have Friday. Now, Friday. I am a huge fan of Clutch. I'm a huge fan of Mastodon. Clearly, I have my Mastodon hoodie I, on. I, I, I love Mastodon. They're so good. Yeah, this is my second time seeing them. Um this is my third time seeing Slipknot and my second time seeing Lamb of God. All fans that I'm a huge fucking fan of. Now, we got there Thursday, set everything up. I really just wanted to see Nine Inch Nails. Friday was the day like the festival fucking like, like the rocket took off for us. Yeah. By the time Clutch and Mastodon came on, I was in like a straight up blackout state. <laughs> like just having <coughs> the time of my fucking life and just rocking the fuck out. Surprised you didn't get hurt. Oh, I'm pretty sure I fucking did. Our campsite was about a mile away. Uh, maybe half a mile, but it was a long fucking walk. Yeah. Dude, there's a picture of me and my buddy. He's, like, holding me up. And, like, it literally just the right side of my back was hurting so bad. <laughs> just, like, we walked, we walked, we counted it that whole weekend, dude. We walked 38 miles in four days. Woo! Yeah. And this is, That's this is fucking, this is day two of my back starting to fucking heat up. Oh, yeah. mind you. Not to bring good shoes. I'm wearing flat fucking low top bands the whole time. So like my feet are just screaming. Yeah, I saw I saw what you were wearing. Uh, you also got to see. Well, did you get to see? Well, Helmet played. The Helmet's pretty classic. Um, yeah. In Flames, which is they're one of my top five in Flames. They're actually number yeah. five in my top five. Um, in Flames is great too. Yeah, and, and they have been around for such a long time, and they're still kicking ass. Oh yeah. Oh, we're gonna um, get it. Oh, we'll get into fucking those who have been around a long time. Yep, Gwar. Yep. So I'll, I'll just. Friday was pretty much a blur, but Saturday. Yo, there's a lot of there's a lot of heavy bands. Mashuga. Yeah. In this moment, again, Mastodon, Lamb of God, the Masters yeah. of the Wall Pit. That was yeah. Friday was like the day, dude. Yeah, Slipknot. All right, now Saturday. Now I saw that you were super excited to see Kiss. So I was not super excited to see Kiss. Oh, I no. didn't. I wanted to see Kiss just to say, like, hey, I've seen them. You know what I mean? Oh, my fucking God, dude. They put on a show that literally changed the way I look at concerts. I was just telling my wife earlier today that I've seen all these concerts and seeing Kiss live and just the presence that they have and that show that they put on. It was like it was like the fucking it, it was like the first time I ever saw like rock stars, dude. Yeah, like that, that epitome of it. Yeah, here uh, they're asking 
for some photos. Yep. I'll send them yep. Some, uh, yeah. S- send them. Send them my way. I'll I'll put them up over here. Dude, they. That's a good one. This is the only one we got during Kiss, pretty much until our phones died. But some random stranger gave us a bunch of fucking photos. All right, here we go. Uh, this is I got up close. The fucking. Yeah, so, so wait, this is when Kiss was playing. Yeah. Are those pillars? Yeah, dude, they're massive fucking statues of the band members. Jesus Lord, and then there's Mastodon, right, dude? Can you show? Can you throw up videos on that? Yeah, yeah. Send them my way. Okay. Can I also say that um, uh, I also see – did you get to see El Nino? Um, I don't think I watched him. Well, let me tell you about El Nino. I actually have personal history with them because I used to share a studio with them in the same building. Uh, oh, they, really? used to, they used to be a couple doors down from me, really nice guys. I used to smoke weed with them. Um, but the original lead singer is not in the band anymore. He's in a new band, which is way better than what El Nino is now. Um, I also saw here, um, yeah, it, it is a burn. I also saw here on Saturday, you saw Jerry Cantrell. I did. Um, Seven Dust. Yep. Yeah, we were we were pretty up close for Seven Dust. The buddy I was with is a Chevelle. Chevelle, uh, did you get? Please tell me you got to see Chevelle. I did. Yep, that was actually my second time I've seen Chevelle. How how were they? Oh, dude, he's killer live. Man. They still got it. Oh yeah. Um, I also see we came as we came as Romans. I'm a huge fan of them. Dance, Gavin, dance. Did you see them? Uh yes. Are you familiar with them? I am a, l- a little bit, not not too much. Now uh, you're familiar with their singer Tillian. Now was he the was the original singer playing? See, I don't, I don't know him that much to even know if it was the yeah. original singer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because the that singer is uh, he's in trouble right now for doing uh, sex stuff with other people. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Um, Alice Cooper. How was Alice Cooper? Dude, so that was the second time I've seen Alice Cooper, and Alice Cooper is he puts on a killer show, dude. He like at one point he like decapitates himself. And this girl goes up on stage and like holds up the like his head and like he sings into the microphone and stuff. Yeah. Oh fuck. And Rob Zombie. I'm a huge Rob Zombie fan. I've been a fan of Rob Zombie since White Zombie. You oh know? yeah. So, you know if you if you guys don't know who White Zombie is, don't talk to me. Um. But here's your footage from this is this is Kiss. Yeah. So this is uh, just a small snippet of when they played God of Thunder. Oh fuck me. Dude, they had like fire, fucking fireworks yeah no no dmca no audio um so what he's being raised up on right now those on the side are also like platforms and yep you can kind of see it there but they're yeah. also fucking screens Jesus that will like Christ. dude like just just youtube the louder than life performance that they put on dude it was fucking insane like this is like their end of the road tour and i guess they just extended it through next year and I, yeah. I can almost guarantee you that I will be going to see them again. Yeah, so Stephen Lynch says Lamb of God. Uh, hey, Lamb of God. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Lamb of God. Lamb of God's a great band. Great band. Uh, I was just saying that before. And he also said in Slip that they always do go all out. So, ah, uh, man. All right. So now, are we going into Sunday? Yeah. yeah. Here, I'll send you two more. We're going into, yeah, send these me more. These two are when I was. These two, I was pretty much exactly in my in my fucking blackout state. 
It like, uh oh. I think I think this is the one, dude. I got so drunk I ordered what I thought was a beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You throw those ones up. Here we go. If you in my fucking hand that orange can. Yeah. Dude, my my drunken ass, dude. I went up and I ordered that because I thought it was gonna be like a badass IPA that was just gonna like fuck me up. I took one sip and I'm like, dude, this fucking sucks. This is the worst fucking beer I've ever had. And I ah. just, and I just fucking threw it. And you and you can see dude. in the back clutches, clutches either playing or about to yep. play. Yeah, they're playing. Dude, yep. the next the, the next morning, I doubt you you can see it if you zoom in. I, I went to the dude. It's water. It's canned water. Oh my god, <laughs> dude, that's yeah. Oh my god. Um, now we're getting into Sunday, which um, yes. it looks like it looks like the old the old man's day. Yeah, we uh... except uh, there's one band on here, Architects. I was supposed to see them, and they canceled their fucking tour. Were they there? Um, I think so. Yeah, we didn't watch them though, dude. Day four was rough. We were fucking tired by day four. I'm leaving. No, we, no, we, we we were there. We like we watched it, but like. I am they, so mad right now because they canceled the whole American leg of the tour. I don't, I don't know if that was the beers. To, uh, yeah, it was like $12 a beer. That's why I was just buying like cocktails because it was like 15 bucks for like cocktails. And you get fucked up faster. Yeah. And they like they were delicious. They were good. All right, like, so we got. But uh, we got Bayside. I am. I, I listen. I'm a sucker of the emo music. All right. Look. Yeah. All right, yeah. I'm a sucker for it. I like it. All right, so um, you also have Bad Religion, Action yeah. Bronson, Jelly Roll, Papa Roach. I love Papa Roach. I don't care. I still love Papa Roach. So I don't like. I don't fucking like. I don't like listen to them. I don't love them. But like, like the dude can. The dude take like takes care of his voice. He knows how to work a crowd. He he like he did fine. He did yeah. a really good job. Everyone had like. There were way more. Like I really thought Papa Roach is just going to be that band that everyone just stood around so they could hear like Last Resort. But no, yeah. dude, people like they like people are huge fans of that band. And he like, yeah, he is like he's just one with the crowd and he he puts on a show, dude. Like he, he does his job and he does it well. Now, now you also got to see Incubus, which has been around for a long time. Incubus was great. Incubus I could imagine. Was. I could imagine. Um, Alice in Chains. Yeah. So the weird thing with Alice in Chains, man. Um, so Jerry Cantrell played the day before. Yeah, he played a few things off of his solo albums, but then he played um, a probably three or four like Alice in Chains hits with a no different shit. Singer. So by the time Alice in Chains came on, they played some of their like original songs with their new singer, but then they also played the same exact hits that Jerry Cantrell had played the night before. Oh fuck! So it was kind of like, okay, you know, sure, but. What broke my heart, probably the worst, was the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, man. And please tell me your story because I have a bad Red Hot Chili Peppers story, too. Man, so they – first of all, the crowd – people – you could buy, like, day passes. Yeah. And people showed the fuck out for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That place was packed. Yeah, because they don't, they don't do a lot. Right. And by, by, by day four, dude, we were so tired and just burnt out. We were like, we'll just stand in the back and just watch them from here just comfortably. And we were watching them and they're singing and doing the show. Their show's great. It's huge. And it's, it's good. But dude, Anthony Kiedis, he was like off key. He was like behind the instruments. Like he couldn't keep up. 
And then it turns out something was wrong with his microphone. They were having audio issues. Like Bluetooth type shit? Something, yeah. So we, we, had, we ended up leaving, dude, like halfway through it. We were like, this just isn't, it's not worth standing around here being hurt just to hear fucking Californication. You know what I mean? Like they're clearly not into it. Yeah. So we left. And then the next morning I Google what songs they played. Oh my God, dude, did that Red Hot Chili Peppers turn into a fucking shit show that I'm glad we weren't there for. I guess some asshole threw his fucking beer on the stage and got Anthony Kiedis fucking soaked in beer and broke his hip monitor. And he took his shit off, threw it on the stage and walked off the stage. After like a few minutes, he came back on. They sang one more song and he said, there, I fucking did that for you. And then took all the shit off again and they left. No, thank you. No, nothing. No, good night. Just that was it. Their, their set was like six songs short of what it was supposed to be. And it was just like, fuck, dude. Great way to end the fucking weekend, I guess. But like, Holy glad I'm there for it. Good yeah. morning, Brian Granger. Uh, Brian Granger is the guy who did the, he's the man who created Down and Dirty. We were just talking about it earlier. Thank you for everything. Uh, so that's actually kind of upsetting too. And, I, and I'm not surprised because I saw Red Hot Chili Peppers. They were my first concert. Oh, okay. At the Latrobe Town Fair, 1999, in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, I got to see the Deftones. I saw Stone Temple Pilots. Um, I, I want to see Deftones, man. I got to see I got to see Filter in their prime. Oh, nice. You know, so it was really good. So Red Hot Chili Peppers came on, and the same situation happened. They played four songs. Yeah, man. It's they played four songs, and that was it. Well, so what I what I didn't realize about the Red Hot Chili Peppers is that like their following and their fan base, it's like you're going to see like it's like you're going to see the Grateful Dead or like Fish. Like I like when I think of jam bands, the Red Hot Chili Peppers is so far like off of that list for me. But then you go see them live and it's the same exact audience, the same exact vibe. They're yep. playing like 10 minute guitar solos in between their songs. And I'm like, this is, you know, it's cool. But after the fifth guitar solo, that's 10 minutes long in between you know, these big pop hits like Danny California and snow, <laughs> you know what I mean? The vibe is just weird. Yeah. You know it's like, what are yeah, we going I, for here? I, de I definitely feel that. And concerts are, you know, you, and that's the one thing I never really understood when things like this happen. You know, you have a bunch of assholes who come into the show and they fuck it up for you sometimes. Yeah, man. Uh, so when Lamb of God was on, my buddy's wife got kicked in the face by a crowd surfer. I'm not surprised. She had a black eye the rest of the time we were there. Yeah. I'm not surprised. So when we went in 2016, my wife was with me for that one. And I, so I actually, I had seen Slipknot. We went to visit Jay and a few buddies. We went to go see Slipknot. So I'd seen that crowd in Kansas city and I'm like, you know, it was fine. We were on the floor. If you want to crowd surf, you crowd surf. Yeah. You just stood there and had a good time. So by the time Slipknot came on in 2016 for the festival, my wife was there. I'm like, you've got nothing to worry about. I've been in this crowd before. It's fine. Holy fuck, dude. Did you the wall of death? It's ridiculous. Was there a wall of death for Lamb? Oh yeah. Of when suicide Yeah, dude, there was like a viral TikTok of fucking when suicide silence was on of the wall of death that fucking happened there. Yeah. I got I twisted my ankle for that same song during the wall of death. Oh I, yeah. I I I I went to Ozfest uh 2000 all the way to 2006 straight. Yeah, and, and Lamb of God, we're we're in a few we're in a few of those, and I got pretty severely injured in some of those shows because of Lamb yeah, of God. Dude. And it's cool because I am a huge fan of Lamb of God. I follow Randall Bliff, the singer, and he 
you know, he went through that thing where he was um, he was being charged with murdering that kid that he pushed oh, off yeah. the stage. Yeah. Yeah, th- when he did that, and that became a big thing, and I feel like that changed his life. But he's a fantastic photographer now. Yeah, he um, he I think it's this weekend or sometime this week he's celebrating twelve years sober too. I saw yep. online. Yep, so. he, he 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 did a good job. I haven't been to a concert in a while. A lot of the shows, a lot of the shows over here are, be- are becoming a little bland. Um, yeah. we have um. We have Bad Omens coming in December. I'm a huge fan of them. Check them out. They have they sing this one song called Bad Decisions. Mm-hmm. It's like, but this this one band, they, and I'm surprised they were because they they usually do festivals like louder than live because they used right. to be a heavy band. They went from sounding like um one like a heavy hardcore band to sounding like the weekend with guitars. And oh, okay. you know, and they do a really good job. A lot of a lot of the bands that you got to see, I I'm actually kind of jealous. You know, the one mostly being Don Bracco. Yeah, uh, Don Don Bracco is actually one of my favorite bands like in the world. They're they're really? fa- they're fantastic, and they actually play a fantastic show too. And I just missed them over here, right down the road from me. Yeah, you know, so dude, I don't like I don't think we sat there and like actually watched them, but like I remember like going around like when they were playing. It was just yeah. Fest- festivals are weird, man. Like you have like this whole schedule in your head, like oh we're gonna hit this band, we're gonna do this, and we're gonna do this. Then you and see the, the schedule the way they overlapped dude it's just like it- the overlapping sucks too because i started noticing that like in shows like Ozfest, where like i would see I, like the second stage yeah uh, like i remember one year down down was playing oh okay yeah. i want to really see down yeah because because it because down and super joint ritual played the same Ozfest, so i oh. was like fuck yeah let's let's go you know yeah got to see down but when down was ending their set uh, Papa Roach was starting theirs. Oh yeah. You know, so I was just like, you know, like what the fuck, man? Like, you know, so it was all, it was, it was kind. Of, and I was actually at the Ozfest where the singer of Papa Roach uh, incited the riot to rip the seats out of the venue. Oh no shit! I was there for that, and uh, that was actually kind of crazy. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, gaming news. Game. Oh, actually, you have any final thoughts on on your concert? Any like things that like is this a concert that you would go back to? Oh yeah, dude, dude. When we went in 2016, holy we like, shit! Yeah, it, that was. Uh, I think that was the night Red Hot Chili Peppers was there. That was day four, but at night, like it just it's all people, dude. Yeah, that was Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's crazy. That's yeah. actually a really good drone photo too. <laughs> Um, so we went in 2016 and we said we'd never miss this festival ever again. And just, dude, like we were laughing because COVID fucking flooding at the at the festival. Deployments. Between, yeah, between my family and the family that I went with, we collectively had like five kids since then. And so like this is the first year we've been back. But we were, <laughs> we were kind of like, all right, now we're never going to miss these again. Next year we're definitely going. So we'll, we'll see. Hey. Wow. Said. Let me know when you went. Cause I'm a festival guy. I'll go. Absolutely. I'll take the trip. I'll take the trip down. Please let, let me know. Yeah, man. Because oh, yeah, jelly, jelly roll. They had like a bar down there, and Jelly Roll like he surprised bartended for the night. No shit. Yeah. Hey, that works though. That's pretty cool, man. We didn't find out till after. There's oh. also a bowling alley down there, and Jack Black was bowling with some of the fans. But well, I I have one question now. How was your camp set up? Um, so they have like this whole camping area 
Oh, I didn't even get into that. We won't we won't get time for that. Jesus Christ, that was a whole fucking shit show in itself. So Good you, shit, you guys had tents? Yep. Yeah, so there's a place to go RV uh, camping, and then there's like all tent camping. Okay. And then that's, um, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. I like that's pretty cool, man. It was all a right. So news, you and, and it's funny because I had no news. I had yeah. no news until you brought this to my attention. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, because it, I, it's been pretty fucking stale. Um, so, yeah, so Cards Against Humanity. And and actually, I was mentioning, so you can actually play Cards Against Humanity online. Uh, and if you ever want to play, I actually got to get you into the DD214 Discord because we're starting to spruce that up a bit. Oh, nice. Um, Obviously, you guys all know what Cards Against Humanity is. Is sometimes, yeah, you know what? Put the video, put, put the video up first, and um, we're gonna put the video up. Um, credit to the guy; his credit will be up. Play the video. Let's hear this. Okay, I, I don't know if you guys heard what Cards Against Humanity is doing, and <laughs> but let's say you live in Texas and you want to buy a Cards Against Humanity set, and you get the checkout. This is what it looks like. Fuck, you live in Texas, a theocratic hellscape where human beings are forced to carry unwanted pregnancies by threat of imprisonment. We're donating 100% of our profits to the National Network of Abortion Funds. Oh, uh, okay, give me give $5 more. Wait, I'm a pro-lifer. I didn't agree to this. So you don't want to use, you don't want us using your money to pay f for abortions? You know, sometimes people have values imposed upon them. <laughs> We're going to throw in an extra five bucks. How do you like me now? Take care. Brush your hair. Go fuck off. So if you live in Texas, you have to pay five. So, so as you saw, as you, we all know what the hell's going on out there in the fucking South. They're losing their fucking minds. They're, it's it, it's going to be Handmaid's Tale season six out there momentarily. Yeah. They don't even need to film the show no more. They could just go out there and just do a, a live showing. Um, wow. I'm not even mad at it. I am not even mad at it. It is so great. And then just the fact it's just like, no, oh, well, we you just gave a $5 donation more. Like, well, fuck you. Dude, the whole, like, fact that, like, like the biggest card game that's just, like, a huge, like, fuck you to everything politically correct just, like, incorporated that into their ordering system for, like, one state specifically. Like, to have that sort of, like, like just fuck you, <laughs> like, incorporated yeah. into your business because you know you can. It's just something I strive for every day. Like, I'm going to play more Cards Against Humanity. I know. Like, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep playing it. I, it's so cool. I mean, we and as we, we are major supporters here. For you, just simply just you, okay? And it's just, you know, the fact that this is even happening, the, the fact that there's even conversations happening about this is beyond my fucking, my beyond my mental. Yeah. Um, I think they should do this more in Texas, you know. And but the question—I have a big question though: Can they do that? I—they did it. I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> We've got no idea. I mean, they took a donation. It's their business. Yeah, they can—they can choose to charge you more for it. I guess. Yep. Oh, uh, other news: uh, Google Stadia is going tits up. Actually, it went tits up a couple days. Uh, I think the other day. And if you are a Stadia user, if you bought their, um, if you bought any of their games, or if you bought their whole library, you're going to get a full refund. Oh, that's that's. I was curious about that. Yep. You January. Yep. Are you did a you Stadia user? No, I'm not. 
Did you did you see the 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 guy who had he has like six thousand hours of Red Dead Redemption two on like the Google Stadia, and like he's begging Rockstar to like let him transfer his character. Oh my God, please! I'm like waiting for the follow up on that. I have no idea, but yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, Joe, can you find that for me? That's crazy because that's a lot of time. It's some yeah, it's something like that. You know because and that's it, uh uh uh. The guy guy has like six thousand five thousand hours of Red Dead Redemption two on his Google Stadia, and he's trying to get it. He's asking Rockstar to let them transfer his character to a different system. Yeah, and you know what? That's a conversation too because I. I went from oh yeah there it is Red Dead Online Stadia player with six I begs Rockstar for character transfer can you can you scroll down on this uh, meaning that users will lose access to any of the games they have purchased as Google is is issuing refunds for hardware and software but this doesn't address one glaring problem that's the issue with Red Dead Redemption they've logged they've logged a staggering six thousand hours most of which is for online and all of that is set to vanish as Stadia fades into the ether. There are some slight workarounds for getting single player save data off the cloud, yep, so that you can use it on PC, although you'll then need to purchase the game again. This doesn't work for online though. No, it doesn't. And this is a big thing because like I went from console to PC and I wanted my Grand Theft Auto character to you know, oh wow, look. He he has proof. And and still doesn't have all the trophies. <laughs> like... Oh shit. Well, he said it's mostly online, but yo, you're right. He doesn't have any trophies. So that's 70% of a year that this player has put into Red Dead Online, and all of that will be gone when Stadia itself closes. But rather than Google, Cover <laughs> has raised the issue with Red Dead Online itself, begging for begging for a character transfer. And character transfer, I I've I've said this before. I think a character transfer is needed in a lot of games. Uh whereas for for example, Fallout 76. I have it for PC. I haven't fucking touched it because I can't transfer my shit. Right. Yeah. And we're talking from Xbox to Xbox PC. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, it seems like one of those things that like it should be easy and like for some reason it's not. Where's Jay when you need him? I know, dude. I fucking I I, I kind of went through this. I went through this when I bought I bought MLB <coughs> 22 for the Switch and the PS5. Yeah. And then like, cause it had like the connecting saves. Yeah. Just like setting that up. It was like somewhat, it was a bitch, process, but like, yeah, like it was way harder than it needed to be. And like, I understand the, these companies like don't necessarily like their systems don't talk to each other, but like it's fucking 2022. It's a, it's a save date. It's a fucking, it's, it's data. Data I, is data, data. Seriously. Like, and you know, guys, we're we're coming here at the end. That data is very important. What is this that I am getting right now? Okay, where is yeah? Because like I haven't, I see some of the comments on here, and I know not all of them came through. So I'm just trying to catch up, guys. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we're coming here at the end of the show. Uh, before we kind of get to the final thought, I just want to say a few things. Um, this was quiet, and I'm and I and I don't like it. You know what I mean? Like. I Jay, we miss you, man. And I don't think that there's any other way to say it. You know, we me and Chris tried to hold it down, man. Did we not? <laughs> you know, Joe came in, he 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 was able to get the pillars back together and you Joe know, came I think in, Joe came in, fucked everything up, and then Chris came in, fucked everything up. <laughs> yeah, and then and then John don't even know what the fuck he's doing today. Um Jay, from us to you, we love you, we miss you. Love we you, cannot bro. wait. We cannot wait to have you back, okay, guys. And that kind of goes into what our final thoughts going to be today. 
um, everyone has a fucking cloud over their heads, okay? And some people have it worse than others. And sometimes when you get to that point, sometimes you just want to give up. You know, you want to, you just want to say, fuck it. You know, you can't do that. You know, I, you know, I, I'm not going to lie to you guys here. Okay. Me and Jay, we're brothers. Okay. But we don't talk as much as we probably should be. And when I get a phone call from him, it, this, it's usually, you know, usually the podcast and stuff like that. And, you know, to, to have these deeper conversations that I have with him lately, you know, to know who he is and to see what he's going through. I just want you to know, man, I'm with you, man. Chris is with you. Joe is with you. All of DD214 Gaming is fucking with you, man. With you, your family, your loved ones. Okay, we've been, you know, that there is no, there's no greater justice than friendship. And for those of, for, for, I, it's even hard to, it's even hard to even talk about this right now, but we love you, man. Can't wait to we can't wait to get you back, man. Um, guys, don't you're never alone, you know. And it goes to show that even us here, the three of us here, Jay, uh, Norse Wrecker, Tech Guy Gaming, all the homies, you know, um, we're all human. We all go through stuff. Things always come our way, and sometimes it's just it's out of our control. But it's up to us to make the situation around us better, and for us to improve that 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 state. Okay, guys, that uh, that number is star nine eight eight. Star nine eight eight. You can also dial one eight hundred two seven three talk. Uh, Chris, you got Chris Joe. You guys got any final thoughts on anything at all you want to throw in there? Uh, you know, same thing that kind of you just said, man. Uh, our our, our good old Jay is fucking. He's he's kicking the tra the trail dust right now pretty hard. He just can't seem to get a win, but uh. There's one thing that Jay has always been somewhat known for is that Jay has never been one to ever get a win, ever. And it, not once has it ever gotten him down. Nothing has ever beaten him yet. He's always come out on top of every single thing that life has thrown at him. And life continues to throw things at him. So I hope everyone knows who's watching this that Jay is okay. He will be okay. And he's going to come out on top of everything that he's going through right now. No one has anything to worry about with Jay. Um, he's he's a fucking he's a diamond, dude. He's he's strong, um, and as strong as Jay is, I hope everyone realizes that you all have that resiliency that he has as well. You just might not know it, and in those times of weakness that you don't think you know it, that's what your battle buddies are for. That's what phone numbers like star nine eight eight are for, just to talk to somebody, get through that resiliency because you all have it as well. And I'll leave it at that. Cool. Cool. Yeah, just to carry off of what both of you have said, just if you got somebody you care about in your life, you haven't maybe said it enough, make sure you do and tell them you love them, you care about them, give them a hug, squeeze. Um, and just realize that, you know, it sounds cliche, but every breath is a gift. Every heartbeat and every day you're over here on this side of the earth is a gift and a blessing, just like Jay always says. Resiliency is key. Making sure you you and your family are okay mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, even in any way you possibly can. You know, and, and not every burden is meant to be not shared. We are here for you. If you need to reach out, me, John, Chris, 
any almost any member of the DD214 gaming podcast crew. I say almost because I don't know how some of them. <laughs> but we're here for you. And if you need us, please let us know. Yep. Let's kick that let's kick some trail dust together in 168 hours, guys. We'll see you throughout the week. Love you guys. <laughs>